0: greetings everyone welcome to from deep in the jedi archives the uh, strange crew podcast for tuesday this is january 31st 2023 i am your host jc the blind jedi welcome everyone uh it is a cold tuesday the last day of january here in 2023 wow this this month this whole year is going by pretty quickly already so uh i hope everybody's staying warm yeah it's like maybe 20 degrees outside it's well below freezing so it's not a fun time outside uh, so make sure you're staying warm uh luckily there hasn't been a lot of snow or ice on the ground or anything like that so you know, nothing really to worry about there but it's definitely cold it's definitely not fun so flu seasons and colds are definitely prevalent right now so uh, make sure you're you're taking care of yourself um, <clears throat> I, I do whatever you need to do obviously um uh, <clears throat> today's is a nice little filler episode uh tomorrow uh wakanda forever comes out on disney plus i've been waiting for this to come out for quite some time now um i am excited to see it uh i know it has got a lot a lot of mixed reviews uh there seems to be a lot of hate towards it uh and then there seems a lot of be a lot of good reviews about it as well uh, Angela Bassett has been nominated for Best Sporting Actress, uh, has been nominated for an Oscar for this one. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, people can argue and debate this all, all they want to. Uh, we're going to watch it on based on the merits of, of the storytelling, uh, not what I think the culture should be or whatever it is, because that's that's usually when, when movies are, are, are outraged or sparking a culture war, so nobody really cares i'm not, i don't care about that uh whether you know i don't care about the culture war i want to, i'm investing in whether or not the movie is good or not um i know everybody else doesn't care about whether the movie is good or not they're just in care, they're just worried about the culture war so but i'm i'm curious to see Wakanda Forever so uh next week that will be my review will be Wakanda Forever uh i'm excited for that um <clears throat> the bad batch it, it's okay um, this week was another one of those little filler episodes. So it kind of dragged on. Uh, It it wasn't anything. It wasn't anything special. Um, I did get a chance finally to watch black Adam um, with the rock. And I had heard stories about this too, because this was one of those movies where it didn't do well at the box office. It was very heavily hyped. Uh, Everything looked great, but everybody was, it just didn't do well at the box office. Um, and I, the reason why I, I attest to it, and I think I, I named this before when I was talking about what's wrong with Marvel is that nobody really wants to go to the movie theater anymore. Streaming is, is has really redefined the whole movie and TV and, and, and entertainment industry. Uh, the whole concept of streaming is so much, it's so much more easier than to go out and uh go to the movie theater. Um I mean I get it. Uh I, I do like going to like I mean if we have like another Infinity War, I know um uh, Avengers uh what is it Avengers five and six uh the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars if those will be big enough for me and, and more fun. Uh if they pull out another Spider-Man movie coming out I might go to see that. Uh depending upon what uh maybe the Fantastic Four. I mean if Marvel really hits a couple of good home runs here coming out, out, you know, uh, man and Wasp with a uh, quantum mania, I'm excited for, I may go to see that at the movie theater, but see, that's the problem. Um, you know, if, if it's a Marvel movie, great, but I'm talking now I've just made up like five or six movies and that's they're talking, And that's 2025. So I'm thinking three years ahead before two and a, two, two to three years ahead before I even have to worry about going to see a movie. Uh, and what else is there to go see? I think the kids want to go see the the, the stupid donkey, uh, the Super Mario movie, and I'm like, I, I I I I bit the farm on taking them to go see Sonic. Um, but I think that's that's really the problem with the with the movie theater experience now. Um, number one, I hate the whole going in there, and number one, just the whole unpersonable service. In the service industry now um i i hate going into the movie theater and having to deal with teenagers with bad attitudes handing me cold food before i go into a movie theater um i do like the fact of now that they just give me a cup and i can go and fill the drink however many times i want to do it however and do it however i want to i don't have to deal with them that part i like other than that i i could i could really do with 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 all the ad without all the attitude if that is what the service industry is if that's what how the movie theaters are going to have their service industry i would prefer to stay home and and, and wait six weeks and stream it at home that's that's just me that's just me my my nasty uh (laughs) my generation x old man is coming out today uh because i i have i have a lot to go off on um what i really wanted to go on today um I wanted to stop and do the wrestling minute and really focus this episode uh, talking about uh, wrestling. Uh, not, nothing that has really to do with WWE. I, I may focus on that here here in a second. Um, but more importantly, uh, AEW had this beautiful tribute uh, show last week, last Wednesday. Um, for Jay Briscoe, uh, of the Briscoe brothers, uh, of the, Brisco brothers, uh, the Briscoes. Uh, his brother, Mark, uh, wrestled Jay Lethal in the main event. Um, for those of you who don't know, Jay, uh, Jay Briscoe, he was a tag team wrestler. Um, if you go back a few episodes, you'll hear me talking about uh, FTR versus the Briscoes, I believe, in the two out of three match and also the dog collar match. I mentioned them both because I watched all three matches. It was, it was number one. It was feud of the year. Number two, it, these were some of the best matches, perfect tag team wrestling top to bottom. I I could barely find a mistake in any of these matches watching them. They're just so well, well done. Uh, match, match one, the FTR takes the, the belts off the briscoes. The two out of three match is where the, the, uh, is where FTR retains the belt and, and match for you the double dog collar match is where the Briscoes get the get the title back. I'm going over I'm going over this all real quickly. Uh, I, I I remember talking about those those matches earlier um on this podcast. What happened was is that uh Jay Briscoe was his real name is Jamin Pugh. Uh he was taking his daughters to cheerleading practice and another car veered off the veered off from the other side of the road on a two-lane road and hit him head-on and killed him uh, and put his daughters in uh, in the hospital really, really bad. Uh, one was in critical condition and just had uh, surgery to reattach and so that she could have uh, feeling in her spine, in her, in her lower extremities again. And uh, the, the other, the littler one, uh, she had pretty bad injuries too, but uh, she was nowhere near as bad as her sister. And of course, uh, the death of, uh, of their dad Jay uh, it was, it's a horrific 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 accident I couldn't believe I couldn't believe it when because I remember watching those matches and just being excited and there were such great matches and there was controversy around the Briscoes being on TV the Briscoes had never. Ever been featured on TV before that night, and they were the they Jay was canceled. I guess would be the best way to put it. Um uh, so in 2011, I guess uh, Jay Briscoe had tweeted out something, uh, made some homophobic comments uh, back in 2011. Uh, now since then he has apologized for those comments and made multiple statements on twitter in 2017 18 19 20 21 and, i mean he's made statements every year about how he was wrong and and and, and how he's how he's seen the error of his ways now and how he's how he's tried to atone and uh, make better for 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 making such an egregious error But because of that tweet, somebody at TBS refused to allow the Briscoes to be on TV. Now, I understand the whole concept of cancel culture. Um, I don't agree with everything that cancel culture has done. Uh, I think it is a a reactionary it is a very it is very society driven reactionary uh, incidents. Um, it, it's just something, and, and don't get me wrong, I, I do believe that, uh, that that actions and and, and that actions and, and things that are said do have consequences in this world. That's I, I'm not arguing that fact in, in any way, 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 shape, or form whatsoever. I'm not. I am what i am saying is though is that there are there are some people who understand the idea of how what it is to be in a position to control the narrative and and somebody who is not able to control that narrative and when you're not able to control that narrative and you're denied that platform you're not able to bring your side to the term. so even if you are wrong or and and you want to be contrite and say that unless you are given that opportunity to say that nobody will believe you uh nobody will give you that opportunity and i think that was the whole thing with the briscoes um the briscoes were incredible and jay was incredible um and it was a shame that they were not on TV. the The Briscoes wrestled wrestled for Ring of Honor wrestling, uh, for the for Ring of Honor wrestling promotion. And Ring of Honor is, I think it's on Access. It's I've got some tape delay shows on Access because I have access on Sling. Um. Thank you, Brandy. I have access on Sling. And I if I'm if I'm watching at like eight, nine, ten, maybe two, three o'clock in the morning. Sometimes if I have to wake up in the middle of the night and take the puppy out, uh, I'll see I'll I'll see some uh some some ring of honor. I might see some impact. I might I might see some new Japan wrestling, but it, it, it's it's there. It's it's just a nice hodgepodge of uh, of uh nothing. Of uh, uh, stuff that has enough enough head to to get some to get some uh, a TV monitor in there a TV uh, a TV camera in there but but not much else, um, so you could see Ring of Honor but they really didn't have the type of broadcast that TBS does and that AEW was now Tony Khan bought Ring of Honor and he bought them all and he was getting ready to promote the Briscoes versus uh ftr okay my two favorite tag teams right there and he could not put ftr or he could not put the briscoes on tv they could not show up and do a promo they could not do some matches to show how good they were to to, coming up to the, the match against ftr so there was no buildup on tv literally we had to go and ftr had to do promos about how they were going to go win the the Ring of Honor titles without mentioning the Briscoes. It was, I mean, Dax Harwood is great at, and he does it well, but like I said, this was this was just dumb in its own because he wasn't able to mention his. And then the Briscoes had to re, had to respond uh, with a YouTube uh, U- YouTube video clip promo, and that's how and literally. That's how I ended up watching the pay-per-view. That's how I ended up buying the pay-per-view and watching Okay? And then after I watched that one, then I had to watch all the other ones. Because that's how good these two teams were at promoting wrestling. That's unheard of. Uh, I will not pay for AEW's pay-per-views. I will not pay for WWE. uh, I will not pay for the Peacock. Uh, I I can, I can watch it. Uh, I I have, I I have a friend that has a subscription and I can, I can watch it, but I, 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 it's just easier to catch the highlights. It's easier to flip through as things are going on. And especially with the EW, I'm not watching, I'm paying $50 for their, for their stuff and and no, um, but thank you. But if you get me to watch the Briscoes versus FTR and I'm throwing down 40, $50 for that, you know, you've got a winner right there. I am a very, I am a very fickle wrestling fan, but if I'll throw down the money to watch those guys do it three times in in, in a summer, they did it in like six a six month period, and they just they brought the house down, and that just brings us to this tragedy. of Why weren't these guys on television? Well, because somebody at TBS said we don't want them there because of something that Jay Briscoe had tweeted eleven in two thousand eleven, even though he had apologized for it. Now I went back and I, I I started brainstorming about cancel culture and some of the things that people say and and a lot of prominent people that have been canceled. Uh, Roseanne Barr obviously for her racist tweets. Uh, James Gunn he made a tweet where he told a kid to go blow him. Um, this one I'll 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 deal with here in just a little bit. Uh, Dave Chappelle for his. Uh, his LGBT his anti-lgbtq um, uh, uh, set in on his comedy special uh, Bill Burr for his misogynistic uh, set in, on his on his comedy specials um Kanye West for his anti-Semitism Joe Rogan for his anti-vaxer misinformation uh I, I would say he was racist too but he was tried to be cancelled for his racism but that was really a bad misunderstanding. And it's also, I, I understand why he was using the hard N-word uh, and why he was trying to get that over. But I also, I, I knew that why it was part of a skit, but I also know that this isn't the same guy. Uh, Joe is, what, 55, 56 now? He's, he's a little bit older than me. Anyway. <laughs> but as I was thinking of all these all these people and all these things, uh, the people that really got hit hardest were the ones who were non-contrite, uh, the people who didn't say, hey, look, I, I understand I made a mistake. This was something I said in the past. Kevin Hart's another one. Um, and Kevin Hart and James Gunn, I, I'm, I really wanted to, to point out separately from everybody else. But Roseanne Barr, uh, uh, Kanye West, Joe Rogan, uh, they're all very uncontrite about, they, they're they sticking to their lie and they're they're going to stick to it, you know. Joe Rogan is anti-vaxxer, you know, Ivermectin, uh horse cream. You know, whatever. Uh do what you gotta do. Um, but it, it, you're not you're you're not fooling anybody. Uh the same thing with Kanye West. You, it's just you I don't care how bad you were screwed over in your contract um because you didn't understand it. That doesn't mean that you should support Hitler in the extermination of Jews around the world. Um, it's just absolutely stupid. Um, Roseanne Barr, it's another one. I was ambient tweeting. Um, okay, so you got loosened up and you decided to be racist. Uh, as if you can subdue your racism because it, it, as long as you're not drunk or you're, as long as you're not impaired. So I these whole ideas of where they're where people are uncontrite, uh, they're unrepentant, they're unapologetic, all right, that's fine, all right, it's not cancel culture, these are consequences that happen when you do or say something that, that, that has real-world effect, um, I can remember in like, right after it like St. Elmo's Fire came out, the movie St. Elmo's Fire came out, Rob Lowe got busted because a 14-year-old girl had a video cassette of him having sex with her in her bed, and the mom found it and turned it in. Rob Lowe was blacklisted for years. We thought we never gonna, we were going to see him again until he shows up in Mike Myers' movie Wayne's World, and he plays a villain in Wayne's World. And then and then he's doing like uh, what he do the West Wing, and he he does all these. He, I mean, he's in movies again. He's in, because uh, people are going to move on from being uh, from a scandal, and that's really all. This it's the same exact thing. Except now it's because you have a culture now where everything that you say is put out onto the world on the internet because of tweet Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and everything like that. I understand this when I put everything out. I I am the biggest Facebook troll on all of the wrestling websites. Okay, and I understand everything that I put out there. And if I and if I say something or do something that that offends somebody. I will be contrite. I will apologize. But I also know how to watch myself and and to and <laughs> I can insult you and, 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 and call you out on your BS without having without having to be derogatory or say anything racist, uh, hurtful, misogynistic, bigoted or anything like that. Don't need to do it. I can call you out for just being stupid. And trust me, I have a million ways to do that um, because for everything else. If I just call you stupid, you're just gonna be pissed off. <laughs> but the the two I wanted to, to put on there, uh James Gunn and Kevin Hart. Now Kevin Hart said something I, I forgot he said something homophobic, and James Gunn said something also that I, I mentioned because I remember the James Gunn one specifically. But both of these guys apologized, and yet what happened couldn't really be undone. Now, with with Kevin Hart, he was he was supposed to host the Oscars and then took it away from him. never get that honor back, never get that time in history back. Um, even though he apologized for it, even though he's like, look, I know I was wrong, I know I did something, I know it was stupid, but don't but it was it, it was too late. The, the change had been made. The people's mind had been made up and it there was no giving back. Uh with James Gunn, uh Disney fired him without even Looking into the whole story, they just said, "Oh, he said something, and people got in an upgrade and they didn't want any bad publicity, and so they popped James Gunn as fast as they could." Now, with James Gunn, he did come back, and he did re, he did do Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, and he has kind of told us uh, that that's his final one, and from there on out, his contract with with MCU is over. He did the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, and from what I understand, he's now going to do. Um, he's over doing the DC universe now, so he'll be the one in charge of the Supermans and Batman's over there at that world. Um, so this should be kind of exciting. We'll see. We'll see where it goes from there. But the the point with James Gunn and with Kevin Hart and a couple other guys, uh, Jimmy Fallon and Bo Burham both did blackface. Both apologized for for stupid things that they did in the past. Um, and, and, you know, I, I love the whole point. Well, it was a different time. Yeah, well, it wasn't right then. It wasn't right, you know. It wasn't right in the 1920s, in the, in the 1910s when they were doing blackface on, on on in movies. It wasn't right back then. Uh, just because it was socially, uh, socially acceptable doesn't mean it was right. But it, it also means that if you saw it and you see that it was wrong then and it's wrong now, you can say, okay, uh, that's that's bad. But if you're sticking to your guns and everything like that, then no, all right? You're not going to, if you don't understand that the world changes and the world evolves, then fine. I I, I don't see it. But then that's where we have the whole thing with Kevin Hart, James Gunn, uh, Jimmy Fallon, Bo Burham. But then where is the justice for Jay Briscoe? It's not there. And now it's too late. And as much as I love Mark Briscoe, and as much as TBS decided to go ahead and allow the Briscoes on, now that the person who made the racist tweets or the homophobic tweets is dead in the ground and they can't punish him anymore, they go ahead and allow his brother on. They are going to capitalize on this. Mark can hot shot himself right to the moon. He can hotshot himself into the main event title. He can right now the Briscoes are hotter than MJF and they could take that AEW title off of MJF with the Briscoes. TBS will definitely profit off of this if they do. But where is the justice for Jay? It's not this. It's not putting Mark on after the fact. It should be in the fact that tbs look he apologized we didn't do the right thing if tbs apologizes fine but whoever blacklisted him is a horrible person that person needs to be canceled and that's going to be my little bit that's going to be my rant on cancel culture uh i'm just going to stop for a moment and then Take a deep breath and then we're gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go over the Royal Rumble 2023. Uh okay. Had to stop, go grab myself something to drink, and clear my head. I hate going on rants. I can't I kid you. I love going on rants. Um that's why my brother wants like loves to roll me up. But there are certain things that are imperfect in this world. And they really kind of irritate me. And my brother sees why I have such a neutralist approach to things in life. And this is one of them where just I understand cancel culture, but I also don't like it. But let's go ahead and get off of that. Let's work on the men's 2023 Royal Rumble. Um, and hope for wrestling and especially the WWE as a whole. Um, the, the Royal Rumble, it was fun. And I made this comment on uh on on, i made a comment on facebook about how with aew um tony man he books it like in any promotion uh he books this like every like he is like he he's literally booking this like it's ecw and every week he's got to have a blood and guts match and every week he's got to have these over the top segments and every week he's he's he's, he's, it's just so much silliness and, and randomness and and uh, I mean, so many run-ins and everything like that. I, I made the, I made, he He really, he's running a TV promotion like it's an indie wrestling promotion, and he's just doing these Herb Abrams amounts of cocaine. I mean, he just, these ungodly, just Kid Rock and, and Steve-O amounts of cocaine. Just, just, I mean, just, dude, just, you gotta slow down, man. Uh, he just had like a women's tag team toward Texas, tornado death matches i mean ruby soho she juiced herself so bad it was really really bad i love uh hardcore matches i will i i will watch a a hardcore woman's match that's not a problem but don't put it on tv that's not something i can have around my my four-year-old granddaughter or or grandsons i mean no i i I can't do that so having that on tv Absolutely not. Um, you know, that's, you know, even if they're, even if I'm in a, in a whole nother room, they could just walk by and see that. And that they, they, it'd be a hard night of getting them to sleep for the rest of the week. So no, I appreciate it, but, but no, but the men's 2023 Royal Rumble. Oh my God. Okay. So WWE books their they play, they do their t- TV, um, like a commercial. And the whole commercial is to get you invested into the streaming so that you, you get the pay-per-views, to get the, the premium live events is what they're called right now. And the big one was the Royal Rumble. Uh, it's a yearly event. Man, they've been running this one forever. I remember the first one with Jim Hacks on Duggan. I remember Hulk Hogan's back-to-back wins. I remember uh, I remember the Ric Flair. Uh, I remember the Ric Flair win when he, when he won the title. Uh, I, I remember the, the Shawn Michaels uh, the Shawn Michaels rule where the one foot was on the ground. Um, I've seen Austin, I've seen all three of Austin's wins, uh, on, on pay-per-view as they were happening. So, wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been watching the Royal Rumble for quite some time. Uh, and this one, uh, was a lot of fun to watch this. I I was really, really surprised at how much I was going to enjoy myself. So the the first thing was the number number one interest was Gunther, who used to be Walter in NXT uh, UK. And man, oh, this guy is so good. Oh this guy is so good. And Gunther lasted all the way till the end. Uh he was the last person uh he was the last person eliminated. He's a current inter- intercontinental champion and he is big time. He is a big time wrestler. Uh and he has a square off in the middle of the ring with uh Brock Lesnar and I I I could not I, I would be I would be shocked if Brock were to to settle for a smaller belt like the Intercontinental title. So I would think that they need to take the title off of Gunther before they have the match at Mania, but that's exactly what I see happening. I I want Gunther versus Brock Lesnar. That looks like a match made in heaven because both guys are big hosses. Both guys hit hard. Oh, my God. These guys are the stiffest crowbars I know of, and they are ready to go at each other, and I want to see this match. I want to see this match. This looks really, really good. So uh, Gunther was number one. He stayed all the way to the end. A uh, couple of notable uh, couple notable uh, spots in there. Um, like I said, uh, Brock Lesnar came in. They squared up for a little bit. Bobby Lashley came in, eliminated, eliminated uh, Brock Lesnar. So I think they're still going to continue that story. Uh, Seth Rollins came in at 15. Um, let's see uh booker t comes back and does the surprise entrance uh he, he's a local hometown hero he looked pretty good for he's a little bit older like 54 55 he's he looks pretty good he's 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 getting up there in age he's getting up there but he still looked pretty good for for his age uh i heard i, heard, I saw somebody complaining on the, and i was like well he's 55 it's, it's a legends what do you expect uh, i was like you know uh, it's you're filling up the you're filling up the royal rumble you're never going to have the 1992 Royal Rumble again. Um, but then uh, we have Austin Theory. Edge comes back. Uh, and then at 29, Logan Paul. Uh, <laughs> uh, my good buddy, Logan Paul, the YouTuber, uh, the guy who I actually gave praise to for his uh, performance uh, against Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns and Crown Jewel. Uh, Logan Paul actually does like a viral clip of him doing the, uh, the jump off of uh he does it from the ring corner and he jumps onto the table on top of roman reigns and he, he does the uh he does the instagram shots so he does it in, like the first person you see everything happening as, as it happens it's it's a fun video to watch it's also cool to see the the replay as it happened on on uh on uh, the wwe network so it's fun to actually check all that or it was on the peacock but i think everybody understands what i mean um it was fun to watch uh logan paul comes back at 29 him and Ricochet do this spot where they're both on the opposite ends of the wrestling ring. They jump up, do a springboard off of the top rope and hit each other with, with clotheslines on each other at the same time. It sounds sick. It is the one of the most incredible things. Go back and watch it. Um, if you need any help, uh, just go to YouTube, uh, type in Logan Paul Ricochet. And watch the clip; it's like thirty seconds long. You're, you'll be amazed. You'll be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe these guys did that to each other." Really, really incredible. And then, of course, at number thirty comes out Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes wins it all. Yay for Cody! Uh, we, ever since last year when he came back, we were hoping that this is where it was going to go. He tore his 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 his, his uh, he tore his uh, arm off of his off of his he tore his pectoral muscle off of his arm off of his body. And you can see all the red blood and everything like that when he was wrestling in Hell in a Cell. And he was gone for so long. He's back, wins the Royal Rumble, finally eliminates Gunther. He's the last one eliminated. Does a great, great job. So, yeah, Cody Rhodes, awesome. Absolutely awesome. I was was so happy to watch that one go. Um, That was a great start to the Royal Rumble. Um, Now, the second, (laughs) oh, my God. And then, of course, then they had to bring it down with the mountain is the mountain dew blast lights out match between bray white and la night and this reminded me of a 1980s elementary school haunted house <laughs> uh, cheesy masks Uh, Black lights and so the orange and green is everywhere to highlight the spookiness of it And it's just two guys wrestling around and when there's a couple places where they had uh, Where they had props set up where they would where he would take a bump or, or a crash or something like that And like there would be like this green confetti would pop up or stuff like this Or you could I mean it was just it was really really stupid. Oh my god. It was stupid and then of course after they beat him, then he puts on a max and they make it even more stupid. And Uncle Howdy comes out, and oh my god, I was, I was absolutely irritated. I actually turned it off, and then came back as soon as they started doing, uh, what was it, uh, the Bianca Belair versus the Alexa Bliss match. And this was a pretty stiff match. I'm not gonna lie, uh, I, I did not like it as much. I do not like Bianca working with Alexa Bliss. I don't know what it is. I. Something about Alexa Bliss's little size, it doesn't work with somebody who, who is obviously a, a foot taller. Like I, I don't see Alexa Bliss working well with either her, Charlotte, or um, who's the other one? Uh, Rhea Ripley. Like those, those, those women are tall women and working with a little Alexa Bliss, it really highlights just how much you're trying to suspend my belief that that little person is going to beat up Charlotte. Charlotte's biceps are bigger than than Alexa Bliss's legs. So, yeah, you know, you're not, you're not, you're not going to get me on that one. Um, but it was a good match. Bianca Bella retains. Okay. And then we have the Women's Royal Rumble match. Rhea Ripley comes back in at number one after helping the Judgment Day during the, during the men's one. She comes out at number one and goes all the way through, wins it. Nobody cares. I mean it it the problem with the Women's Royal Rumble is, is there's no star power, there's no name. Charlotte wasn't in it, Ronda wasn't in it, so you know, you had Becky Lynch, you had Bailey, but other than that, bam. I mean, everything else. Oh, and Liv Morgan went number what was it number two and lasted to number twenty nine. Um, so Rhea and Liv, great. You know, I mean Liv great for you. But I mean, that's the whole point of it. Nobody, nobody cares except for the fact that it's obvious that Rhea is 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 who they're going to push, and she really deserves that top spot uh, with with Charlotte Flair, uh, with Bianca Belair. Uh, they, she really needs to be up there and and doing good because she's she's put that crappy ass mommy gimmick, uh, and she really made it work, and she really made Dominic Mysterio and her work, and it's it's worked out well. So I can't complain. It's it's really done a good job. Uh, so congratulations. Uh, the two Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble winners, Cody Rhodes and Rhea Ripley for 2020 And then, of course, the main event. This is the one everybody had been wa- wanting to see, uh, not because we knew or not because we thought that uh, the challenger had a chance, but because we wanted to see the storyline play out. That's, of course, uh, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. And the story is the bloodline and Sammy, Zane, and the Huso bloodline and everything like that. And of course, uh, Roman Reigns beats Kevin Owens. They beat him up. They handcuff him in the ring and they get Sammy to beat up uh, Kevin. And instead, uh, Sammy uh, hits Roman with a chair. They turn on and then they beat up Sammy and they leave the baby faces just lying in the middle of the ring, all beat up to hell. Uh, this was great, and what was made it even better was the fact that as the other members of the bloodline were as Solo and 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 Jimmy were were beating up uh, Kevin Owens and Sammy and, and Roman, Jay said, "I don't want any part of this. I'm out and left, and had this had that bitter look on his face. Like, how dare you do this crap? Like, this is like I'm not with this. So this was this was great. This this was this was worth." Sitting through all of that boring, long women's Royal Rumble match just to watch this, just to watch this last few minutes play out, I was like, ah, I'm sad. I sat through all of this because this was fun. This was fun. Sammy Zayn is probably the, the most entertaining wrestler right now, just playing that lovable, uh the lovable stooge right now, uh, and Roman being the bad guy. And we knew that this was coming. We didn't know when it was going to come, and it finally. The payoff was right here. And this is something that I, I really... This this is what restores your faith in wrestling. Uh, when you have a pay-per-view or a premium live event, or when, when wrestling does a big event like this, and it pays off the way you thought it was going to pay off. Uh, nobody goes to a superhero movie to go and watch the villain win. You are shocked when the villain wins. Okay, and you you are like, wow, when you go to see Infinity War or The Dark Knight, you're like, oh, my God, the bad guy won this time. But you don't go to see that every single time. If you did, you would stop going to those movies. You wouldn't watch those movies where the bad guy always wins. You want to see where the good guys win. You want to see them overcome adversity. And that's exactly why you went to go. And that's what you saw here. You saw the people that you wanted to see get on top, get on top. Gunther uh, um, Cody Rhea Ripley I mean the Sammy the Sammy Zayn turn the only thing they could have done is like stop giving Bray Wyatt time to do weird shit on TV it's I, if it's great for merchandising that's great but i can't believe that that we're I can't believe that all of his action figure money is doing this great because I I have yet to see one of his action figures. I see everybody else, but I never see one of his. Maybe they're all selling out, or maybe nobody's just buying them, or I don't know. I really don't understand the whole Bray Wyatt thing at all. Everything else about the about the about the about the Royal Rumble for twenty twenty three was great, and that's going to do it for this week. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I'm sorry once again for going off on cancel culture. I I do understand its importance, but I also think that it is overused and I think it's abused sometimes. Um, also, I, I like I said before, I love the, the Royal Rumble. Um, still haven't been restored my faith in wrestling, and so I remember being pretty downtrodden on it uh, last year, so I'm, I'm giving it high hopes, and we'll see what happens here in 2023. Also, next week, uh, tomorrow, uh, as soon as I get up tomorrow, I'm going to watch Wakanda forever, so I'll make sure to have a review uh and i'll put in a couple of small movie clips where i can uh without us uh, getting sued or getting in trouble so i'll look for that then and there until then uh from deep in the jedi archives this is jc uh thanks and be at peace